When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Very, very big episode today. Jules is here. Hi, guys. Uh, historic. Very historic. Chris is here, too. Hello. That is historic. Uh, Bella is here. Hey. Intern Bella is in. Wow. That was her, her first like the, her first drop in. How did it feel? Yes. It felt great. So uh, Intern Bella is here in the flesh for the very first time. Yes. But, you know, we are at Studio B. We are at the Berkeley. Mm-hmm. We've got so many questions for Bella. We're all getting to know each other. Her, her and Jules have been drinking most of the day. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Which is new for Jules. <laughs> Bella showed up here and corrupted the hell out of Jules. No, I really did because Jules was trying to tap out. And I was like, no, <laughs> we're not tapping out. Is it your birthday? No. Uh, you oh. came up to me in the hallway and said, oh, my God, I forgot it's your birthday. It's not my birthday. I didn't say I forgot it's your birthday. I said I it's heard a, it's your birthday. Yeah, it's not I didn't birthday. know your birthday to begin it's with. But. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story of how we met? Oh, my gosh. So I went up to Chris, and I was like, hey, Chris, I'm Bella. And I think he thought I was a fan of the Housewives. And he was like, um, oh, hi, I'm Chris. And then it was just <laughs> like, it was so awkward because I was expecting a sarcastic comment or something, and I got nothing. And then, like, I was like, I went up to Jules, and I was like, Jules, I think he thought I was a fan of him. And then he came up to me in the hallway, and he was like, I didn't realize who you were. And I, was well, like, I didn't say okay. anything like that. But. <laughs> okay, Always nice like to meet a fan, Bella. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, Bye. Have a good time, <clears throat> Bye, Bye, Chris. Chris. Yeah, there was uh, uh, lots going on, but I, when I met Bella, I met her uh-huh. at the pool. Yes. And the first words were, me and Chris already had a very awkward exchange. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know if you and Chris were still beefing also, too, Jules. I don't know uh, what the deal is. Sometimes we are. Yeah. It's just like awkward moments, but we work past them. No, I was just like, excited to meet him, like, cause mm-hmm. I used to watch The Real Housewives, so I saw you guys when you guys were like younger, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my god, he's so funny! Like, I can't wait to meet him. I thought if I said my name was Bella, he would know who I was, but he had no idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had this conversation. I said you're kind of like where Jules was at in the beginning. If you didn't mm-hmm. say intern Jules, like intern was the first name. The first mm-hmm. name. So yeah. and it's an honorary thing. <laughs> so you know, but we're here. We're at the Berkeley. Yeah. Yes, exciting. I'm so excited. So are you a couple quick hits? Yes. Go. Are you um would you rather be at this studio or home based on listening to the episodes? What do you mean by the home? Like your mom's, mom's basement home? studio. Mom's basement? Yeah. Um I'm actually excited to be here cuz I've never been to the Jersey Shore. Oh, no. I've been to Seaside, but mm. I was told it doesn't count, so no. like, I can't say well, it doesn't count. Well, I mean, it's one town, <laughs> you know? Like, like, it does, it does, but, like, okay, there's, like, you know. I stayed in a really dusty motel with bugs. Yeah, and that it sounds... Was, it was after prom, mm. and literally our most excited moments were at the top of this fake turfed rooftop, mm. and it was just, like, dirty lawn chairs. I don't know what diseases were up there, but, mm. like... <laughs> You know, it was after prom, so you expect what you expect. You yeah, know? yeah, that's a very that's pretty much exactly my prom experience, yeah. my yeah. post prom experience. Did as you well. go to Seaside too? I went to uh, Cape May, for oh. uh, which oh, was that's weird. Fancy. That's, that's a well, nice that's far. Is that like a Franklin Lakes thing? <laughs> I think. Well, maybe. Wait, maybe it was Wildwood. We did Wildwood. Maybe it was Wildwood. Wildwood's a little more like I feel like after prom has to be a little ratchet. Well, it, no, because it, it was a it was a giant out 
out like outdoor motel thing. We yeah. were all in a motel. Yeah. And um, I, uh, I, it, it's a pretty long story, but um, yeah, we had a. Uh, I actually had to ride shotgun for someone to get the morning after pill, which um, <laughs> it wasn't for me. But oh back God, then, I'm pretty sure you weren't pregnant. This thing was not over the counter, so you had to uh, go to the hospital for such things. Wow. Yeah, ruined our entire our entire you weekend. Get it at CVS. No, you just With had to sit ID? around. Oh. No, no, it was just like <laughs> you needed you needed an appointment for that stuff, and everybody oh. looked at you funny the whole time. So the guy yeah. was like, "Hey, will you come down?" Because you had to go. They had to go together. And he was yeah. kind of a very stand-up guy. Went with the you know whole well, thing. Good. I hope you paid for it. So that's his problem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that part. I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, I don't think uh, I. I guess it had to be insurance or something. I don't yeah, know how we I got here. Know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Um, so, do you want to before we get into some questions and stuff? Do you want to address the community? How are you feeling? What are your first impressions of everybody? You meeting everybody mm-hmm. for the first time? Do you want to tell everybody about yourself? Um. Okay. So, hey, community. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have never heard my voice before ever. Um, I've been drinking, so mm. that's like a first disclaimer, but also, um, Jules was great. I thought she hated me for the longest time. <laughs> that was literally the narrative of this whole show since I started working, and it was literally just instigated, and I was just like, Jules hates me, and I just <laughs> thought Jules did not like me, and then me and Jules hung out the whole day, and literally that is not the case at all, um, but we're great. Jules was awesome. Aww. It was great to spend the day with her. And then we're going out later, too. We're just we're enjoying life. Um, Albie. Mm. Albie's been busy, mm. so I haven't really had a full this chance. This is our first, like, real conversation. Yeah, conversation. I went this is our see first real like conversation. Because yeah. at the cabana, you know, we sent us um, a video to my friend because he was a big fan of Albie's. And that was about it. We talked for, like, a few seconds. But I was really excited to meet Albie and Chris because, like, I used to watch The Real Housewives mm. back back like your first beginning seasons mm. I watched and I told Nando that and he was like good we need somebody to like watch the podcast I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with their, their I didn't watch the real housewives whatever and I was like okay cool <laughs> like I could tell you and then um so yeah I watched the first few seasons of that and so I was like oh this is cool like I wanted to come out and like be on the show so like I'm excited like I'm meeting Albie right now so like mm-hmm. I can't tell you my impressions of Albie because it's happening right now yes very it's it's evolving it's, as we it's speak evolving as we speak because he's a busy man yeah well I mean like the like it's funny because when we when I first started working here mm-hmm. Jules would just text me are you mad at me like all the time <laughs> and I'm like Jules I just kind of you show up here and then Jules even started working here and yeah. I think now I think obviously she you know I think everybody kind of gets it now yeah. but it's um it's a very it's, it's a lot going on here there's mm-hmm. a lot going yeah, on no there's it's so on. hard like albie will call me like for a few seconds be like are you good and, like what's up and i'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're good we're good and he'd be like okay okay like and we'll pod with you and <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's just happened you podcast at your school you just graduated yeah. so i just so graduated you know. undergrad mm-hmm. a little segue mm-hmm. i just graduated undergrad from iona college um and yeah so i would podcast on my show i would bullshit on the mic for fun and my teacher really likes it, and like he sends it out to people, and he's like, "Oh, there's she's so funny. She's just the hot mess. She's so dysfunctional. <laughs> like it's just great. It's great." And then like he just sends it out to people. So like yeah, podcasting is really fun to me because it's less scripted. Like I was saying right before we got on here, mm-hmm. I would um we were doing like mic checks. I was like I would mic check to Nicki Minaj lyrics because when we would do it at our school for our TV station, it was so like scripted, and it was so um like strict in what you had to do 
that like I wanted to make things interesting, so I would rap all the lyrics to Super Bass because like I was trying to keep everybody pumped up and are, alive. Are you like a, a? Is that just kind of like do you like the song or do you like rap and stuff? I just would do it for fun. Mm. Like my party trick is I could do the whole Buster Rhymes "Look at Me Now" thing. Like the whole, like, you know, his part where you're like... First of all, I just love anybody that sets something, sees something up with my party trick. My party yeah, trick. Yeah, here's my party trick. Here's I don't have party a party trick. trick. My party trick remember. is showing up, period. <laughs> if I actually show up, that's my party trick. So we have to hear this. We have to hear the party trick. No, I can't do it. What do you mean you can't do it? Why you don't just say something like that into a no, microphone. No, because I need the song. I need the beat in the background. There's a lot of curse words that I shouldn't be saying. I mean... And then... It's a, it's We're an explicit show. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sensitive time. I don't want Got to, it. Yeah. Well, we'll let you kind of get acclimated, and then we'll see how you feel. Yeah, and then we'll <laughs> see. Maybe I'll, I'll do some super bass, but I won't do Look At Me Now, because okay. Look At Me Now, is a, it's a lot. I need the beat in the background, and then I got you with three-fourths of the verse. Like, I used to be able to do the whole thing, because I had no life when I was younger, but like Well, I feel like that's now, not the type of thing you just forget. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was, uh, but I started to try and train myself back into it, because I was like, you know what, like, I should literally just retrain myself into this because I'm bored. Mm -hmm. So, like, why not? It's COVID. So, like, let me just try and relearn all this Buster Rhyme stuff that I taught myself when I was, like, this little puny-ass kid. <laughs> I was, like, bullied. <laughs> when, do you, when, do, when did you decide that, like, like what, what was the moment that you said, I'm going to tackle this Buster, you this, know? This, this verse? So, because everybody said it was so hard. Like, it's not hard. Like, you just need to do it, like, a thousand times, and you got it. So, like, I would put it on YouTube. I would read the lyrics, and I'd literally be like, boom, 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 let's go. I'd <laughs> 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 be like, I'm running, I'm running, I got to get away, get away, get away, but I don't, but I won't, I won't, I won't stop, because, you know, I got to win every day. Do, woo. And, like, I would do the whole thing, and, like, I would just keep <laughs> doing it until I got all of it. And, that's literally, that's how I spent my days, because... Before I did that, mm. I was watching Days of Our Lives and eating bags of barbecue potato chips. And I was like, what's better, <laughs> rapping music or soap operas? And I was like, you know what, Isabella, you elevated. It's <laughs> it's, you learn new skills. You're learning new skills. Yeah. It's rapping. It was like I could either sit around and <laughs> watch soap operas or I could learn a new party trick. No, because when I was younger, my mom would always watch Days of Our Lives. So I used to watch it with her all the time. Mm. And then when she started working, like it was on the DVR because that was when DVRs first started. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so I'm just going to sit here and eat barbecue potato chips and watch it on DVR before my cheer practice because I had no life. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just learn songs instead for fun. Literally in myself in the mirror. Like, you know, like the lyrics when they're like, do you think Shakira in the mirror? Like I would literally do that because I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Where's Urbano when you need him? I know. Yeah, I told and I told you too. I said this is got Urbano written all over it, and the, like Jules' boss ladyed me. She was like, "Get Chris in here for a little while." I was like, "All right, Jules, I'm just uh, Chris is so quick. I didn't even. Oh my god. They'll be back. We Everybody talked to Urbano by the pool. We did. Uh, I want to talk to Urbano more. He was telling us some enlightening stuff. So you got you got to you got to meet him a little bit. Yeah. Yes, at the pool. Urbano has a very good perspective on things. Yes. I like hearing his point of view. I love. Speaking his point of perspective, of view. Mm -hmm. yes. this is going to be a big one. We're going to get into Bella's first question. Yay. Um, are you nervous? No. Yeah, really, <laughs> absolutely no reason to be nervous at all. Okay. Uh, dear Albie, Jules, Candace, Caroline, Chris, and even Christine, Bella, you like you know, we just let people down left and right when they mm, when they yeah. do this. But hey, whatever is it. <laughs> Quick side note. I must say I do love hearing about Christine's sex capades. <laughs> I am both intrigued and curious about what she's got going on. That's also, funny. I feel like she's had some experience dealing with the situation I'm currently I'm currently in, maybe. <laughs> anyway, please don't use my email or judge me for following 
that or, or judge me for the following story. Now, um, are you a Christine fan, Bella? I think Christine is so funny. I think Christine's <laughs> really good on the show. She is so good. We I have love a lot her to follow stories. up. A lot to follow up with Christine, but yes. here we go. So as you know, I love to shop online, and I know you guys love it too. I'm a little bit more intense about it lately. I don't have a ton of time. I like to get things sent to me. It's easy. Also, I tend to buy some really weird stuff, very, very weird stuff. So it's not like there's not a store for the things that I'm really shopping for. I'm all over the map. Anyway, I digress. But I know all of you shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at the end of a checkout. But thanks to Honey. Manually searching for coupon codes is now a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones and uh, puts it directly into your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have text to uh, tech and gaming to fashion brands and even food delivery. So here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping online and then when you go to check out, the Honey button drops down. All you have to do is click apply coupons, wait a few seconds, and boom. Honey finds a working coupon and you watch the prices drop. So this has happened. I've talked about this before. I've gotten shoes with Honey. I've gotten sweaters. I've gotten housewares. I've gotten, I mean, you name it. I've used it. Honey's the absolute best and it works every single time. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash pineapple. That's joinhoney.com slash pineapple. I promise you guys, it's awesome. Anytime you see the promo code pineapple, you also know they're good people. So we love you guys. Thanks for supporting the show. We'll get back to it. This is old school. Old school jewels in here, too. We got highlights and everything. For background, I am a 29-year-old female, and I live with my 45-year-old boyfriend. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost seven years. We have started to create a life together, talking about the future and how he's planning on marrying me. I love my boyfriend, and he does provide me with a good life, showering me with gifts, picking up my favorite food without me having to ask, taking care of me when I'm not feeling well, etc. However, I feel like sometimes he judges me and treats me like a child. Like if I'm having a bad week, a bad day at work, he'll criticize how I handle the situation instead of just listening to me vent. I'm getting older, and I know my biological clock is ticking. Whenever I bring up the conversation about children with my boyfriend, he's very adamant against it. He already has a son, and they currently don't have the best relationship. Whenever I mention that this would be different, a different experience, he immediately shuts it down and has even gone far enough to say that I couldn't handle being a mom which really hurts my feelings because I'm really great with babies and kids. We have a very small but tight friend group. There's about four couples, so we're always together as a group. Group texts, group FaceTime calls during COVID. They're basically like a second family to me. My boyfriend has kind of been the orchestrator for creating the friend group. He, has friends with, he, he, has, he was friends with these guys long before me, and he was the one who brought this one guy, let's call him Austin, into the group. Austin is 38 and also has a girlfriend he lives with. Austin and his girlfriend live the closest to me and my boyfriend, so a lot of times just the four of us together. Lately, I've gotten really close with Austin. I feel like I can talk to him about anything. I've confided in him when I'm having a hard time with my boyfriend, work problems, literally anything. He gives me the best advice, and I feel like he generally listens and cares about what I have to say. After we have our little heart-to-hearts, he'll text me a few days later and ask how I'm doing and if it's gotten any better. My problem started around New Year's 2020. Normally, we have a big party for New Year's, and this was pre-COVID. It just ended up being the four of us. Around 1 or 2 a.m., Austin and I were the only ones up. We were sitting together drinking, talking, and flirting, and we had a really deep conversation about the future. 
When we got to the point where we both confessed that we were in the same place in our relationships, feeling like something was missing. And then we started talking about what it would be like if we were together. When we were talking about it, I realized that we were even with that we were I realized that we are the same person and want the same things. Ever since then, We've been texting a lot, making plans to get lunch together, drinks, going out to dinner as couples, where he sits next to me or across from me, and had even more late night talks. In some of our recent conversations, he's told me how he could see himself marrying me and having kids with me. Mm. Oh shit. This conversation started kind of jokey and under the influence of alcohol, but he's brought it up multiple times in text combos that we've had in the middle of the day. The sober. Other day, That's mm-hmm. sober. The other day, uh, well, you guys are drunk in the middle of the day. Drunk right now. words are sober thoughts. You're drunk in the middle of the day right now, though. So you don't no, know. but drunk <laughs> words are sober thoughts. So, uh, anyway. so. The other day, we got lunch together, and after he texted me how he was thinking about how we'd have an amazing beach wedding one day, I have oh, to admit. He planned the mm-hmm. wedding? I, he's, he's what beach? It. I want to know. Well, I mean, <laughs> she didn't say what. Oh, I guess she, she didn't say what time. beach. They didn't get that far yet. But. I have to admit it. It's really nice to hear, but I'm not sure if he's only saying these things to sleep with me. I do get a bit of they a. Usually do. I do get a bit of a f boy vibe from him, mm. because what guy just says that without being prompted, and also to a girl he's not even dating. This has been going on for about a year and a half, and I still get super excited when he texts me or if I see him at a party. I don't know if it's just puppy love or if I'm actually falling for him. I just don't know what to do. I love my boyfriend. And he does want, to, and he does want to spend the rest of his life with me. But not the having the children thing is n- is such a big thing for me, and it gets bigger the older I get. I just had this fear of missing out on something that could be so special and fulfilling. I love being around Austin and the things he says to me gives me butterflies, but I have this feeling that I'm going to get played. Even when I think about the possibility of it working out with Austin, what would the rest of the friend group think? I feel like it would change the whole dynamic of the group. I really don't have any other friends outside of them, so what do you guys think I should do? Messy and confused Mac for short. Um, That's first, gotta be the longest one leave, I've ever read. That was read. really was long. long. Yeah, that was really. I was just waiting so I could put my input in because <laughs> I was just like dying over here. Um, first off, leave your boyfriend. You're not on the same page mentally and for your long run, and you're gonna regret it completely. Like you said, your biological clock is ticking. And as a female, if I was in your shoes, I would totally understand that. Leave your boyfriend, but I'm not saying leave your boyfriend for this friend. Mm-hmm. I'm saying leave your boyfriend for yourself. To figure out a long-term thing because this friend quote-unquote friend has a long-term girlfriend that he is with and mm-hmm. has he expressed that he was leaving this girlfriend for you has he officially said i will leave for you no he's just giving you all these kind of like i don't know i don't trust men that's a really big thing like you can't trust it especially when they're in relationships and they're bored like he might just be bored and I'm not trying to say this in, like, the worst way possible, but um, sometimes men, when they're bored in their own relationships, they look for attention elsewhere. And I just don't want you to get your hopes up to get them crushed, and I don't want you to waste your time, especially when kids are on your mind and you have so much going for you. I don't mm-hmm. know, Jules, do you agree? You're another no, one at this I table. No, I totally agree. Like, at the end of the day, like, you have to think about what you want, and if you want kids and the man that you're with doesn't want them – you know, that's something that you don't want to miss out on, especially if that that's your goal, to have children. Yeah. Um, guys can say a lot of things, but actions, actions speak always speak louder, louder than, than the words. words. Oh, my God. Oh this my is God. Like, <laughs> I am living. I am not, this is like I am in a fun house right now. Actions that was, always, always speak louder guys, than words. This is a, I got major shining vibes right now. You guys are like the two <laughs> shining twins. 
god, they do. no, but it's true. Actions speak louder than words. Did yeah. he break up with her? No. no. Did he like what is he proving to you that he wants to be with you? <laughs> yeah, sorry. if he wants to be with you, he'll leave his girlfriend. Leave his but girlfriend. it would be a shame for you to leave your boyfriend and then he doesn't leave his girlfriend. No, but you should you leave your no, okay. It's different. You should leave your boyfriend, period, because you want kids and he doesn't. And yeah. that's gonna be a big problem for you. And it's not like okay, so like there's, like, this weird comparison, but, like, John Cena and that girl, Brie Bella, or whatever her name was, the wrestler that he was with, like, she really mm-hmm. wanted kids, he didn't want kids, and then he tried to compromise with the marriage, but he wasn't compromising with the kids, and then she left him. Like, that's kind of, like, the thing is, mm-hmm. if you really want something, you need to stick to that. It doesn't matter how much you love somebody, because if he loved you just as much as you loved him, he would give you a kid. And then he told you you wouldn't be a good mother? What? Bye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my problem. This whole thing. Like, I mean, look, she she really shouldn't be with either of these guys. But I think mm-hmm. it's you gotta like if if having kids and all that is a really big deal for you, and that's kind of the be all end all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're kind of already have your answer. Yeah, but I right. think the other guy thing for that to be going on for a year and a half, it's just way, way, way too long to expect. Also, that, oh my God, I'm gonna make a move with this guy and all that other stuff. It just doesn't. None of these things are really adding up for you in a way that I think isn't at all positive. Helpful, Helpful to your situation, what you yeah. want, mm-hmm. your goal. Yeah. And then somebody says to you, hey, look, you know, you know, I don't think you'd be a good mom. No. First of all, there's That's a major, right. major age difference. Like, mm-hmm. that is a huge age difference from you're talking, I think it's like 17 years that they've got between them, Was right? Is it 17? Mm-hmm. I think she's 29, 29 and she's like 46 or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, 45, whatever. And – um, he's like that is a completely different approach on life. Like exactly at 29 years old, you experienced everything differently mm-hmm. than when he was 29. Forget about 18 and all the other stuff. Like right. you know, and we're a lot more influenced by I think social media, where other people don't necessarily take the opinions of other things as like you know. I don't know if he's on that like style of stuff, but. The point is, like, when you also have a kid and, and he's estranged from his kid, yeah. you got to look at it that way, too. There's, uh, There could be a number of different things that are painful for this guy to kind of reconcile in his mind that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe doesn't want to go down that road again. It just doesn't seem like a it fit long term either way. And it doesn't way. have anything to do with the love you have for each other. But also, at the end of the day, you have all this love for him, but you're ready to leave him for his best friend. I don't know. You know also, what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, too, how you 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 can see how he is with his child already. It kind of like gives they you have a, a weird relationship. It gives you a clear, clear example view of how he is he's, as a father. Exactly. And you know, having a child is such he's, a life changing. He's almost fifty. He doesn't want another infant. Like you could already tell right off the bat, people at that age they really don't. Well, and also you want somebody who's going to be just as supportive through the whole pregnancy process and having yeah. a child. And it, it would be a real shame for you to be alone in this process. Yeah, so exactly. I feel the same way. Like if I was her, I just think not trying to like demean all of the hope that was in that email because mm-hmm. it sounded super hopeful for your future. I just think that personally, I would focus on yourself. Yes, always focus on always yourself focus on yourself you first. Want. Like I feel like you just need to take a break from both men because mm-hmm. this one is all talk and the other is pretty demeaning. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even, I would even know what to do with somebody who told me that I wouldn't be a good mother. Like yeah. I. I wouldn't be a good mother, but you also have an estranged relationship with your son, so how are you as a father? Like, right. 
I would get kind of nasty. Like, I wouldn't, you know, and I see why she's looking for attention and she's looking for love from another man that's constantly in their life, the best friend, Mm -hmm. because, like, she's not getting it from him. But I think that both need to go because I think both of them are low-key toxic in their own ways. And I'm really not trying to demean your email at all because I know you sounded super hopeful, but, like, I hope everybody here agrees with me that, like, I think it's just best if you part ways from all of them. Albie (laughs) you're the man in this yeah I I think that's what you should do I think you know but I I think also there's a lot to be said about like the age difference doesn't really matter if you're not aligned with what your your landing place is Mm -hmm. a relationship it's like you're getting on an airplane you know like you guys if you're not landing in the same place you probably shouldn't get on the plane so you know it's just one of those things but I think also too I think now is a more difficult time to date somebody that much older than ever. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that's, you know, it, you got to think if All you had a kid. All the obstacles in your way too. Like it's just. Well, I mean, there's a shot if you have a, a child, you know, you got to think about the the idea of having a child at that age. I mean, when that kid goes to college, he's going to be close to 70. Yeah. Like that's a major, major, major issue. Yeah. You know, that's a lot to put on somebody about how the rest of their life is going to play out. Like you got to earn for that person and all of that other stuff. You got to like right. kind of prepare to support that family. And also as a father too, you want to be young enough. Cause I know my dad always told me this, like he would never want to have kids too old. Cause he had us pretty young. He wouldn't want to have kids too old because then he wouldn't be young enough to like do s- like youth baseball with my brothers or do mm-hmm. all these things, play in the backyard. Because when you got arthritis, it's kind of hard, mm. <laughs> you know, like when you're a little older. Yeah. <laughs> so you have all these obstacles in your way to give your kid the proper, you know, not to say that there's any right or wrong way to raise your kid. But like, it's kind of hard to ask a 45 year old to start all over again, especially mm-hmm. when at the end of the day, add 45 to 20, they're in the middle of college and he's what like 65 years old that's crazy i think though people kind of clam up at the idea of okay well i gotta then go start this anew like you're not gonna meet anybody and what's gonna happen no everything's scary scary. being in a relationship with somebody that won't have a kid with you is scary and getting out of that relationship that you already knew like established love it's scary i feel like it's all life is scary guys (laughs) you have to take risks i don't know how to explain it but I really want you to have a kid, so please take the risk. Yeah, and you can't Jump. be afraid of change. You can't be afraid of change, but when I mean change, I mean change from all of the scenarios. <laughs> so please, the a best friend has to go. I'm sorry, he just sounds like he's all talking. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really even don't like want you to. I wouldn't pay do attention that to yourself. To yeah, and I think the friend group is a little the whole. It's weird. It, it sounds very friends like. Yeah. Like they're all sitting in a coffee shop and stuff. I don't know. I don't like anything you got going on. Yeah. <laughs> get it. So stop it. Just stop all of it. Anyway, we got to chime. Hey, everyone. Love the podcast no matter who's there. That's a win. Oh, I'm here, guys. That's a win. Oh, my God. So I remembered the episode when your dad's use of the shower head was the topic of discussion and how much better it was for the environment. And I know you really try to stay away from the whole number two focused emails, but I was scrolling through Twitter and this randomly popped up a reusable toilet cloth paper. Just to note, yes, I care about the environment. How? <laughs> I'm just, Albie, did you drink too today? No, I didn't. I'll get there. Just to <laughs> note, I care about the environment. However, disposable toilet paper and diapers are a necessity in our household. My thought was, could you imagine someone bringing these to a laundromat where it's shared with strangers? Thanks for the entertainment. Again, sorry to reignite the topic, but I was speechless, and you guys were my first thought. Sincerely, a number one fan 
She's given us the pictures of the reusable toilet paper. This really? is nightmare fuel. Is it scary? Like, do you wash it in the lo- in the washing machine? Like, it's, how does it work? It's okay, basically a roll of toilet paper. That okay, you wash. That like is, a rag, it's like a towel rag. Like yes. the 1800s. And they have the nerve to put this out there in white. I think this like, is the worst thing I've ever if seen. If you don't, if you don't have a personal laundry machine, aren't you embarrassed to put that in a machine? If it's all like, okay, if you're a woman, one, it's gonna be bloody or whatever. If you're of age, and then the poop and the pee, like it's just gross. Isn't that just like a nasty thing? Like I don't I think I wasn't I don't thinking think, about that yet, Bella. I don't I, think my brain the hadn't gotten there. Environment is just like enough. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh. Like don't you don't think about that? Like it's so gross. Like you're gonna put that in the laundry machine with all your yeah, clothes. Yeah, no way, Jules. You gotta you gotta get a picture of this up on the on the on the on, Instagram. On the Insta. But <laughs> yeah, look, I don't like. I'm not washing that with my my whites if it's white. Like I what? mean, I just I guess it gets its own load. I guess that's like the like intention: that. save the environment, get its own load. But I thought paper oh. is recyclable. It's like kind of like yeah, but like oh you know like <laughs> I wash my colors, I wash my whites, and I, I wash, wash my, my toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but but we're not the 1800s. Like, like, look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying. No, but the toilet paper. The toilet toilet paper has a thing. Okay, disposable toilet tissue. Jules, you're gonna have to look this up. Is when when was toilet paper invented? Is that investment? why it's bad for the environment? Uh, invented. Uh, invented. <laughs> um, no, I mean wipes are apparently the worst thing that you can oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, put down. Know. But. I know everything's bad for the turtles, but the thing about this that I hate the most toilet paper? the reusable cloth toilet paper is one long sheet. So like I wanna see you're what not it even, looks like. You're not even I'm cutting like it off. You're not see. even cutting it off. You're not even pulling pieces off. Uh, That's a, it's one long sheet. Oh no. It's, 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 it was even even he agrees. No. Mike. It was first introduced in 1857. 1800s. And it was available as late as the 1920s. I took history class. So before that, people were, I mean, Not you know, I, I guess you I were using, I would think you'd maybe use water. Did we just kind of move on and just start walking? I don't know. <laughs> hands. Shake and bake. That's, you know, but that's not a good. I think people shit in a box back then. Well, I mean, hey. <laughs> Let's put it this way. The only time I used a cloth to wipe, it ended up in a box. <laughs> and I think that box is actually still, I oh still know where gosh. that box is. Pull the roll. Yeah, yeah. pull the roll. Wipe. And you wipe. Yeah. And then what happens? What happens? It's go, it, you it, have to it, put it in the laundry bag. Well, how about no, this? No, no still it's still on the roll. But also, too, now you're not getting No, a you fresh, don't reuse twice. No, it, it's one long roll. No, you have to. I guess like you have to just keep buying the one long roll. There's no way you reuse this twice. There's no way you wipe it's yourself. It's reusable toilet paper. There's. Without washing? Is there like a wash cycle time? There's no way you take that and then you wipe yourself. It looks like <laughs> they have pins and they put it in a box. Oh, my God. Oh. Wait, oh. there's more? <laughs> it, it looks like they have just like a receptacle. I just What, know. that retracts the shit out of the toilet paper so you can reuse it again? Like, I'm not wiping my shit with more shit. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't, you don't wash clean with dirty. Well, exactly. Do always and get back cross to the con- topic? Cross-contamination. The butt always comes up on the, the show. It does. <laughs> It, it really does. does. We had, uh, <laughs> we had, I'm just moving on. Dear Albie, my boyfriend is best friends with his high school ex-girlfriend. They dated for two years. He says that they are just friends and have no feelings for each other whatsoever anymore. Mm-hmm. They both just enjoy each other's company. We both graduated college. We both just graduated college. 
and I've been going to quite a few grad parties, and I noticed that she keeps popping up to all the ones at his friend's house. Oh, this is a younger listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is big. That's uh, It's nice to know. Yes. Keeps me young. <laughs> um, I noticed she keeps popping up to all the ones at his friend's house. I know they dated four years ago and trust his word. He knows how I feel about the situation, but doesn't really seem to care if I'm uncomfortable. What should I do? Should I be suspicious? Audrey. Mm. Look. I think you can have no feelings for an ex sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. That was your high school something. Yeah. But right? are they still in high school though? No. They just graduated college. college. Okay. So I this is four years past. I don't give you you're still not mentally even when you graduated college, right? You're not you haven't like you're learning yourself in high school, then you learn your college self. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of learn your new college self with your old high school friends because you just went home. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like you're finding a job and you learn that person. Yeah. And then like when you get closer to like I think 30 is when things start to click. I don't think high school relationships are secure enough for you to be worried, if that makes sense. Like oh. I think that I don't think there was like I don't I don't know how to explain it, but if everything they do and everything they say is platonic, they could easily come from a smaller town that everybody's friends with each other. You know, the backstory, mm. everything like that. They could also just be in the same friend group, happen to have dated. And then you grow up and you change and you're different. The other person could have another significant other. You could have another significant other. Always keep yourself on your toes because you never know. Like, always one eye open. But, like, I feel like when you're in high school, your relationship in high school, when you are both in high school and you were young and whatever, I don't think it's solid like it's as solid for you to be so worried that anything is going on past mm. that. I don't know if you agree, but like I just I feel like if they had a relationship so long ago, four years ago, and they hang out as friends, you I, know, I would still feel a way. I don't know, cause like I also talk all this shit, but I'm also <laughs> kind of crazy. So like I don't know how I would really <laughs> feel. Like, I feel like I want to be understanding, but I'd also just peep the movements. Like, don't be blind. Peep the movements. See how they interact with each other. And if they interact in a way that's a little more than friendly, or if you peep anything, you hear anything, you see anything, Mm -hmm. then you know how to act accordingly. Like a marshmallow peep? Yeah. I'd always be suspicious. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd always, keep, I would keep your be. eye open. Yeah. I mean, you have to trust your partner, but I don't I don't want to sound untrustworthy. Other like, girls. I don't want people. The girl. That's <laughs> what nobody understands. It's the girls that be the most trifling. I'm sorry. This is, I mean, you're just sound bites waiting to happen, Bella. We waited too long for this. But here's the thing. Here, here's where I will go with this. Okay. Go, Albie, from the man's perspective. The have you ever been first off? Have yeah. you ever been friends with an ex from high school? Yeah. Are you still close with them? Uh, not that, not that we're still hang close. Out it's in a like group? I I look at it at you know now you're talking in my end almost twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so like you're you're uh like well my, everyone's already established by then. I feel like it's there's just no very different. It's like my stuff. high school ex girlfriend well, has uh, has kids and were, stuff. So think like, about when you were you know, in this person's shoes though. How about so this? So let's well, fast forward. Let's well, go backwards. Well, that's to what when I'm saying. Like, like, like. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about it, right? You have like my high school ex girlfriend mm-hmm. still talks to my mom. My mom bought Christmas gifts from my high school ex girlfriend. <laughs> like, like, okay. leg- like they. It, it's a very 
like there's like a fondness to memories and stuff like that, but you don't there's think like about it in the same brain because you're not the same person. Right. That you were back You know then. what I mean? Yeah. So like you're, you really don't, there's almost nothing about myself from when I was in high school that I can relate to But that's right what now. I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like you're completely different. I just yeah, say peep you, the movements recently. But the thing about it when you graduate college is you sell it to yourself that you are you went through a different experience and you definitely grow a lot but you sell it to yourself like oh well that's just way back in high school for me yeah that shit's way back in high school i'm coming up on a 20-year reunion in like three years whatever it is that's exciting but the thing is i I won't go (laughs) (laughs) well you don't want to you don't want to show no not really i don't really care like i was never really into that you know like if i keep in touch with you i keep in touch with you but i feel you it's i think more people go into college come back and number one the emotions are fresh for a certain amount of time. Sometimes you split up because you guys met other people. Now you're like, you know, well, I'm finding myself. I'm back home. Mm-hmm. I'm more established. We should kind of get to know each other on a new level. And things can connect again. That's okay. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. There's a lot of couples that will be in high school, break up because they don't want to establish a relationship where they're only each other's partners. That's the only partners they've ever been with. I know many people that have done that, that have gone away to school and I guess quote unquote kept it open and when they come home, they're a thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing that makes it complicated is, you know, you have you have a committed relationship on the other half. Well, mm-hmm. you're, the you're other in end a, of it. I, like I think a you're committed relationship that's outside of this mm. little problem you have. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about the – I was just thinking about if you got an issue and you bring it to your boyfriend and he doesn't seem to care, that's really yeah. – yeah. yeah, you have to that peep his thing. movements. That's what I said. Peep his movements. I feel like Jules agrees. Mm. Like, no, yeah, I agree. I'm just always suspicious. Yeah. Always like, that one eye open, like, ah. One eye Wait, open. Al, can I ask you a question? Yes. Um, what if Chelsea was still close with an ex and hung out with him, like, every now and then? How would you Does feel? Does Albie get jealous? Um, <laughs> I get very, I think, um, I don't think the word is jealous. I think I pay attention to things. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I go based stuff, on. You stuff, like the marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I stay peeping. And, um, <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't believe in, you can be friendly with an ex and all of that other stuff. I mm-hmm. do think, though, girls approach it different than guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there might be reasons for family reasons or, or work reasons and all that that you might keep in touch with an ex. Mm-hmm. Those are understandable things. To say, oh, we're going to get a drink for the sake of getting a drink isn't necessarily something that Would you I be look okay at the same way. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Probably yeah. not. I mean, you know, I think I, I – it, it, it's very – Strange to kind of it, it, it really to wrap so your dependent. head around. No, right? it's not not really to wrap my head around. It depends so much on the context and the circumstances yeah. around mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah, I feel like if you gave us a little more, just a little more context, we would be able to give like a more definitive answer. Yeah. Because I feel like we're going off of our own personal opinions right now, and I really want to help you in your personal problem, but like at the same time, just peep his movements because you know better. You know, I personally like if my guy had a problem with that, I would respect his feelings and try to like step back from. Yeah, uh, having no, a hundred percent. But does she communicate that to him mm. that she feels a way about well, this, or does she sit she there? She said that she did. So I mean, I would make it and more he about that. And yeah. being dispensive. So I mean, oh, so then uh, that's that's the bigger issue. It's not that he talks to her and hangs out with her. You never want to be with somebody who dismisses your feelings. Well, look, if he was like, hey, there's a reason to be friendly. Yes. That mm-hmm. you, I, There's always that. If it's just like, oh, we like hanging but out. Men we don't enjoy know how to communicate, Albie. You should know this. 
you know, they can't communicate I ever. Think everybody it's communicates. So hard for everybody them. communicates. I just think a lot of people choose not to. No, I just think a lot of people only focus on what's being said. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of things that you know. I'm a I, you know, I communicate <laughs> a little bit differently in some senses. Yeah. Like the way I might tell somebody I care about them is not necessarily always with words type of a thing. Yeah. Like it's a really. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, like if I'm taking time to me, like that's that yeah. comes with a tremendous amount of anxiety. Like I don't think people fully that I'm close with will understand sometimes like for me to go out to dinner mm-hmm. um, at a place that's busy is a really, really difficult thing for me to do. Just to be in public with somebody? I, I don't You don't like, like it. to be seen? I, I, I feel I have just like a social anxiety. Well, but is it I'm, because of the growing up in reality TV? Is yeah, no, like TV definitely did that to me. But I think yeah. like when I'm working, I'm very comfortable there because there's purpose and I know what mm. is happening. I can predict what's happening. When I'm just out, it's like what's what's going to happen. So and how my, long did my it take you to take out. your current girlfriend out? Like no, I'll go out. You'll go out. You I, don't it's not care. really about that. It, like, like I'll deal with it, kind of a thing. But like, yeah. I'm, I'm more. But you have to really like the person to watch. No, not it. even that. I think the better, the better way to say it is, if I'm doing that at all, like I'll, I'll go to the same spots often because I get comfortable there. Yeah. So like, if something comes up and it's like, hey, there's, um, you know, oh, let's go to a art show, or like, let's go to a concert, let's go to a whatever. I don't do well yeah you don't want to but i won't put that on somebody i won't even tell them Mm. you'll just keep it internally like i'll leave there like you know to be honest with you this is really really strange going to a wedding as a guest really freaks me out really 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 freaks me out so like i'll go but if something comes up later on it's like oh hey you don't you're not like i've already in my brain made what's your zodiac sign i'm a gemini (laughs) Mm -hmm. but your we'll brain, get into it. You've only you've already made up. You said like in your brain. You've well, in my brain, up. I've already said to myself like I. I you're in like defense you're, mode. You're not really experiencing the same things I'm experiencing, so it's not fair of me to expect you right, to kind of relate to it. But like, I know that in my, it's kind of like um, I'm allergic to shellfish. And if we, if you love going to shellfish, eating shellfish, and I brought you to a shellfish restaurant and I just ate the bread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To me, that's a sacrifice of a thing, right? right? Yeah, no, that's a okay. respectful thing to do. It's not as obvious, do. but, like, yeah. it's a really – for me to do that, it's fucking draining. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, like, um, you know, share that a lot, but, like, that's an example of something that I'm doing something that for is that just person. a – I want – I a know gesture. this will make you happy, so yeah. I'm kind of putting myself backwards. So, like, yeah. there are things that, like, you, know, know. you can express I yourself think, that way, but I that doesn't maybe, seem like anything. I'm not trying to say to, like, press him or anything, but, like – you know, you want to make sure your feelings are heard, your feelings are understood. I mean, I don't want to be the person to say bring it up again, but, like, you really don't want to stay in a relationship with somebody where, you know, you just have to accept their, mm. you know, accept what they're saying. Accept that they're sa- that they're dismissing what you're saying and they're just keep on going with mm-hmm. the, the motion. That's it, it. Yeah. I think, too, in relationships you have to sacrifice some things and yeah. people don't realize that. And just sacrifice major things in your life but you have to compromise in a way exactly don't you agree Al? it's a two-way so like if he doesn't if he knows he's not doing anything wrong it's uh-huh. also okay for him to be like i'm not doing anything wrong so i'm not right. gonna sacrifice who i want to hang out yeah. with yeah that's all fair yeah, yeah. no it's but true bella how was your first episode <laughs> i gotta get back to work oh it was good good time yeah. you have fun 
God. It went by so well, you're, quick. You're here tomorrow what too, right? Heck? Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll do another one later. Yay. Right. So you guys hang, hit the okay. town, okay. and then maybe the we'll town. do another round when you guys are all. Are you uh, gonna Are you gonna meet us for drinks later? Uh, Nando wants videos of shots. You have to let me know when you're done with your shift. I'm never done ever. So you know, So we'll just send you our location everywhere we go, and then the one location that you're okay with meeting us, just thumbs up the message. Perfect. Send Nando the video and we're good. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. See you later.